Welcome to the After the Fact Podcast with your hosts, Luke Matthews. Oh, look at how awesome I am. My fists are on fire. Fuck, I gotta put these out. Christina Peck. The internet has never been a place to go to for logic. Patrick Manning. 20 hours of gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> put that on the box. And Mike DiPatrillo. I beat Super Mario Bros. Land. Yeah, so did everyone else. I am the king of video games. Yeah. Alright, let's get going. Sure. Welcome to episode 11 of the After the Fact Podcast. I am here today with a, a slightly shortened crew. Uh, Patrick is here. Hi. Mike Atron is here. I'm not short. Uh, but I don't even know what to say to that. No, you don't. God. You can't. So brain fried you this won't. morning. And me. I'm Luke. Uh, due to a scheduling snafu, unfortunately, Christina can't make it this uh, this show, but she will be back for the next one. My bad. So, or else. This episode, we're going to be talking about... Act Razor, the one of the strangest games I've ever played in my entire life, but also one of the funnest. Is it really the so, strangest game? It's pretty fucking strange. It's I cool. mean, it's not as strange as Muscle March, but I it's think still it's a pretty, pretty strange game. It's unique. Uh, unique. I'll give it unique. Uh, yeah. But anything that's strange, you could probably call unique and yes. just explain it away. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, have any of you guys had any time to play any actual other video games over the last couple of weeks? I am playing Mass Effect Two. Finally. Finally. Fuck yeah. PC. It's f- yeah. That's yeah. the way to play it's, it. It's on PC. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I That's the way it. to say it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's KOTOR in space. Wait. In other space. It's basically <laughs> <laughs> finally a uh, new sci-fi IP. Yeah. You know? I like it's it. It's not... It's original. Holy shit. When does that happen? When do people actually make original properties these days? It doesn't happen. It's pretty rare. Yeah. And it's rare when it actually works. You yeah. know? And people seem to really like Mass Effect a lot. So, I can see the new Star Wars MMO being a lot like this. Really, it's going to be completely voice driven. So, that's that's part of the cool part of voice driven. What do you mean? Yeah, um, all the dialogue is is vocal. Not there's no typed stuff. It's not just like somebody hmm. grunts. It's like her, and then the line of text. Yeah, yeah. Zug zug, and then yeah. you know, like, and it's like here's where you gotta go. Here's my quest. Here you go. Yeah. Get some or the horde, and then it's like yeah. it says, you know, here's your quest. Go fetch my pen. Yeah. I lost my pen. The big yeah. monster stole my pen. Go and kill fifteen. Cat monkeys yeah, and on this their, planet, and, collect, and, and then come back and collect their tears. No, it, it, it will actually tell you that. I cried. And yeah. it, it it was bad, and it and should have a point to it, right? Yeah, they they at e th- the E three videos are actually good representations of what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I haven't uh, ever like I played a hell of a <coughs> lot of uh, Neverwinter Nights. You know, because I waited, they announced that like four years before it came out, as usual, and it took forever, which it ended up earning the name Never Released Nights. (laughs) And uh, I played the crap out of that, and then I played KOTOR, and I wasn't a big fan of KOTOR. It was okay, but I wasn't that big a fan. And I never played it on PC. I heard that KOTOR was infinitely better on PC than it was on uh, Xbox, which is where I played it. Um, I didn't like the Xbox version very much. And then I never really got into Mass Effect, because I knew too many people that didn't like Mass Effect 1. But I also know a shit ton of people that hated Mass Effect 1 and absolutely love Mass Effect 2. Because they fixed so, everything. Yeah. They did. Like, everything that was that sucked about the first one, they retooled and revamped. They're like, why is this, why is this not fun? And then they made it work. Yeah. 
Uh, so everything that sucked in the last game is better in the next one. Seems so. pretty good to me. Even even the ways of farming resources in the game are yeah. That's what I said. The little planet mini- farming mini game thing is kind of cool. Yeah, it gets old, but it's still better than roaming around on like barren terrain across yeah. the universe. And it's like ugh, really, and but, they, they actually throw in extra missions too. Um, if so, you buy it retail, and if you don't, you have to pay ten bucks. Well, no, which no. Is whole, when you're farming, like so you find a you know a planet, and you're like, oh, okay, I need some minerals, and you do your little scan thing, and then you get anomalies on planets where you're, there's like side missions that you can randomly find. I found very few of those when I played through. Oh, really? I've already found a couple. Uh-huh. Wee. So Mass Effect Two is good. That's cool. It's good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I'm way behind the time. Yeah. I, I think we all are, to be entirely honest. I don't think, like, we, the the group of us have tended to prove that we very few, very rarely are caught up on video games. Um, I think all of us just have too goddamn many to play, either too many to play or just are too busy. Like, because yeah. I didn't play shit this week. I played about 10 minutes of Wario Land Shake It. I played two puzzles in Professor Layton 2, and the rest of my week was watching the World Cup. And that's which is very I've, important. Yeah, which is what I've spent my entire week like <laughs> three games a day. I record them. I try to do my best to avoid spoilers at work, and then I come home and I watch six hours of soccer, uh, and then I go to bed. I'm not normally Joseph Sports, but when <laughs> the World Cup comes around, I I am all about the score score scoring. Yeah, the score scoring and, <laughs> and winning that thing. You know, sports people yeah. <laughs> score making. Yeah. <laughs> the score the goal score is scoring i am definitely into this world cup um i watched a little tiny bit a little 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 tiny bit of the 06 world cup uh and didn't like i wasn't really much into soccer at that point but now i am and so every waking moment of my day has been spent watching soccer and playing online poker so yay uh, boobazilas <laughs> don't bother me like everyone is so bothered by him especially like like I don't know. People just get that's so because annoyed they're an abomination. Oh, Constant yeah. B flat in every <laughs> game. You can now browse the internet with Vuvuzela in the background. There's, a, there's a, I believe there's, there's an, an application. I, there's an iPhone can... app for the Vuvuzela. <laughs> of so, course there is. Yeah, at all times, you know. There's an app for that. Uh, in addition to the World Cup, uh, in in our industry, and the thing that we we're trying to follow, there was also E3 this last week. Um, Lots of oh yeah yeah E3 that's pretty big that's pretty big I hey I've what's E3 <laughs> I've noticed <laughs> that um, there's a whole bunch of shit going on all at the same time like the NBA finals were last week the World Cup's going on the fucking U.S. Open golf tournament starts this week Wimbledon starts this week like as far as in the sports world there's a fuck ton of shit all going on at the same time yeah um, which seems kind of dumb but i guess there's not a whole hell of a lot of crossover between like tennis soccer and golf i can imagine the people who watch soccer might not watch any of the other sports i don't watch golf but i do watch tennis i will be watching do some sort of soccer crossover it's like kick golf and you just kick a ball down a a golf course (laughs) and try to land it you mean calvin ball uh i really enjoy watching the green is like an 18 yard box on a soccer field with a goalie yeah (laughs) (laughs) watching the crowd at in Wimbledon is great. Just going back and forth. That would be really taxing to watch, I think. Uh, I think so, too. Like, I think in a tennis match, I'd rather be on the end. Like, if I was watching oh, one yeah. live, I'd much rather be on the end. Because that's the view you watch it from on TV as well, which is generally a better angle to watch it from. So Yeah. yeah. So E3 <clears throat> happened this week. There was a lot of big announcements. Um, or 
supposedly big announcements, uh, none of which interest me. Um, none of which interest you? Not really. Like there's, so okay. So the big announcements were the the big ones. Aside from games, right? A shit ton of games got announced. Yeah. The Connect was announced, or rather revealed, which is, what is that? Na- Project Natal. Uh, Microsoft's like camera motion sensing controller. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, I saw the preview for that. Um, mm. Looks dumb. The PlayStation Move. It's probably not going to work that good. Uh, well, the biggest problem that I've heard with it is that it will only work if you're standing up. Like you have to stand in front of it and let it scan your body on a flat plane, and then you have to, and then once it is scanned, you have to stay standing and move. You, no matter what the game is, you cannot play with it sitting down period yeah. and which, which sucks not- which sucks for uh our friend brian who's in a, wheelchair. in a wheelchair he's huge gamer right yeah huge gamer can't play it yeah yeah, yeah. i wonder if it's like that uh what is that digital camera or the the webcam that was on that computer that was really super high tech and then it couldn't see black people like oh it's- that was it that was natal oh it was oh, that- yeah <laughs> that first oh. tech demo they showed off was like some some uh, indian guy was trying to play he's really dark and it, couldn't pick them up. It was, was the man. video for it. Is, I, I and highly all the programmers were like these white it. guys, like standing around, like, ooh, ooh I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> well, n- this was retail, oh, a was retail it? video of it. So oh. it's like uh, this black guy, and he's talking like, "This camera is really great. I love it. I want. I'm, I bought this computer for my family." And he's he's at he's he works he obviously works at like a Best Buy or something, some yeah. some some technology place, and. He's he's like, well, you know, there's this problem, and he's like, I have my friend, you know, Catherine here or whatever her name is, and it's supposed to, you know, autofocus and you know, train on you and see where you go. And <laughs> she pops her head in, and it like focuses on her, and then uh, she takes her head out, and it it defocuses, <laughs> <laughs> and then it like, and then she's in the center of the frame, and he like puts his head in, and it doesn't do anything. Oh man! <laughs> and then she That's moves, and terrible. it moves away from him. It's like. Yep, we have a racist computer here. <laughs> so I want to see your responses, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just the the connect just doesn't interest me at all. I don't want to wave my hands around because uh, I've gotten used to precision, and there's no way in hell that this thing will ever be like as precise as holding a controller. And I don't the, think it tends to be. It, it's not intended to be, but the kinds of games that will be released for it and the kinds of demos that they had for it don't interest me at all. So yeah, I'm a lot, not, of, a lot of fitness software, right? I'm not the person that they're marketing toward, though. Right? You hate so moving I'm not, around. It's not that I hate moving around. It's just that I don't like. I don't like the imprecision. I don't even like games on like we we games that have motion controls where you know this kind of this whole move kind of all started i just don't like doing that kind of control for games i don't like tilt controls especially like i hate driving in mario kart using a fucking tilt controls it's terrible yeah um i just think it's it hasn't been perfected to the point that that makes me interested in it the same thing with the playstation move they they announced and showed that a bunch and that i just want to bite the thing off i want to bite the top of that (laughs) so bad i'm like ah you know someone like one of the best descriptions of it i've ever heard was that it it looks like a dildo with an ice cream scoop on top (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with that well it looks like it's based on the same technology that they use that that uh weather people use for like you know you know they yeah, have yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. little wands that they can push a button and i want it to be like a miniature tesla coil or something <laughs> just like sh- like a lightning bolt goes into yeah. your television <laughs> uh 
I think for the most part, gamers want to feel like Jabba the Hutt. Just slothly creature. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do nothing. I don't know. The, those are just, they're just, you don't want to move around, do you? I don't really want to move around. I don't mind the moving around thing. It's just that they market, they don't market those games to me, right? I, I am on the verge of hardcore gamer. I'm not a, I'm not a casual gamer. I'm not an exercise gamer. I'm, I'm not, I don't want um the only thing that looked interesting to me like i I saw them do the demo uh i watched the video of the the game sorcery which actually looked kind of cool it was a playstation move demo where it was basically you run around with a wand and you have different spells you can choose and you flick the the move and how you flick the move to uh, determines like the arc of your spell and the target and stuff. Lightning bolt. Uh, yes. Yeah, Lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wingardium Leviosa. You know. Oh jeez. Ratio uh, totalis. It, it it looked okay, but it still just looked okay because that's one of the big problems that I have with a lot of these games is that the invention of a new controller gives developers free reign to feel like it's okay for them to take a five-year leap backward in game design uh, just because now they can use the this new control and somehow make it feel new even though it's old. I and think, I don't... Yeah. I, and that's something that's bothered me with the Wii ever since it came out was that there's a lot of developers, even better developers, that they take a step back in their graphics, they take a step back in their game design, in their level design, and everything just because this new controller makes them uh, makes everybody go nut, nut bars over it. And I just don't, I don't like that. Like, I don't like how things end up just kind of getting ruined by the control. So maybe in a few years when it's perfected, it might be decent, but yeah, it it gives a lot of developers a green light to make terrible controls. Yeah. That they have no, no right to be using motion controls in these games. Think about what happened. Remember the jump between 2D and 3D? Remember that when it when mm-hmm. like the Super Nintendo was dead and it was now 64 and PlayStation and Saturn. And you remember how awful all of those 3D games were mm-hmm. and it took them a very long time to perfect that. And I think this is the same process is that yeah. they're going to it's going to take them a long time. Like there's some people that do it well, but it's not quite there yet. Which in this particular you know. instance is one of the reasons why I'm very glad that a lot of this forward-moving stuff is happening on systems that have established bases of games. Yeah. And they can still continue to move forward with the the game uh, the games that they've already got. Like mm-hmm. the PlayStation, you know, one of the other games that they announced during this was in- Infamous 2, yeah. which that really caught my interest, right? Because I love Infamous. It's one yeah. of my favorite games. Um, so I'm glad that now, like, those systems will still have that... In- Unlike when you know when the th- we transitioned to 3D, mm-hmm. like when we did that, everybody just flat out forgot about 2D games, mm-hmm. with the exception of Ubisoft making Rayman, mm-hmm. and and then it took us a long time to catch up or get back to you know quality. Now we don't have to necessarily have that because we have the quality in the back, you know, with the the other games that they will be making for normal controls, and eventually, you know, it'll get there. So yep. anyway, I just. Um, the other thing, you know, and Nintendo's big, big announcement, of course, was the 3DS, which looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. I, I'm reserving judgment because, like, I have to hold one and see it before I can say, yes, I like this. The idea behind it's cool. I mean, the the screen is, the screen and the concept behind it, it seems pretty cool. The fact that they put an analog stick on it is pretty cool. 
uh, even though I'm, it baffles me why Nintendo didn't listen to two and a half years of complaints about the PSP and put two goddamn analog sticks on the thing. Um, I, and a lot of people are like, well, it's got a touchscreen that can be used as a second analog stick. That didn't work on the regular DS. Why the fuck would it work on a new DS? It might be an issue with the 3DS because it, you have to hold it a certain distance from your face. Otherwise, you want to feel like you want to projectile vomit. <laughs> Apparently, that's that's one of the, the complaints about it is because you have to hold it a certain distance yeah. depending on the... I don't know if it's depending on the game or the overall... Thing. I think it's depending on your dependent on your eyes, honestly. Because the... The technology on these screens, um, when I read up on it, when they first announced the 3DS, or they had that weird like press release thing that came out on Kotaku, um, I read about the technology that makes up these screens, and it is effectively the same technology that makes up um, lenticular holograms. You know those little stickers that have ridges, yeah, and they yeah, make yeah. A th- it's the exact same concept only made high tech so it's, it's a multi-layered screen it's alternating rows of of lcd pixels that are reflective at different angles so one set of pixels is is reflected slightly off from the other one and each eye is seeing a different set of pixels wow. and it's creating a 3d image right um so if you're not if you don't have it in that kind of sweet spot you're not going to see it not to mention i i read a lot of uh articles online from people who did like hands-ons at 3d mm-hmm. or at e3 they where they said to like really hot women <laughs> that's true yeah so <laughs> you're a little bit distracted in the first place but what they said was um if you tilt it or if you turn it or if you put anything in front of if anything waves in front of it it's gone if the, the 3d effect is destroyed which kind of makes sense because of the way the technology works right which also the one thing that i questioned was they've got a tilt sensor in the fucking thing so if you have games that have tilt in them, you're going to have to tilt your head with the system to keep the screen in focus if you want to do tilt of any kind. And then you're going to be like... Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're going to pop all of everything. Um, And, you know, there's, there's... there's a lot of positives. Everybody that has played it said that the 3D effect is when it when it's working is fucking spectacular. <laughs> that the graphics are really good. That the it the pro, it processes really fast. Um, and that. <laughs> the the other problem that people it looks keep, pretty it looks pretty and the other problem people were bitching about was the concept of the touchscreen at the bottom is not 3D at least on the, the ones they showed at E3. So switching between the two with your eyes is really a big strain. Like mm. it's like a headache inducing strain between uh, to switch down to the touchscreen and then back up to the 3D. I, could I don't see, know. I could see them revising that really quick. See, it's well, it would be and, like you know, the difference DS between would come out soon. Yeah, I mean, see, I mean, it's that's, it's that's like looking my... at the diff- It's like the difference. It's like having a uh, stereogram in one hand and a regular picture in the other, and trying to focus fast between the two of them. Yeah. you know, it just Kid Icarus so. 3D is going to come with like a bucket or something. Right? <laughs> 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 you're like, be uh, sure to have your bucket. Like this screen is going to you're going to have the health and safety warning, and then it's going to yeah. be like, be sure to use your bucket on the yeah. last last line. Yeah, I don't know. It it seemed interesting. I'm reserving judgment. Like that's that's yeah. all I can say. Like I can't, I'm not really excited about anything that was announced there. Um, super excited. It, there's a lot of stuff that's like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, so, ton of games. NBA Jam, man. NBA, NBA Jam. Jam. NBA Boom, Jam. Shock the fuck a locker. Yeah, he's on fire. <laughs> uh, so yeah, for for to to shift it back to the focus of what this podcast is about, uh, they did announce a whole load of classic game 
updates slash remakes uh most of them coming from nintendo of course which is because they've got the most properties yeah reuse um, properties come the, on yeah the ones I, I think nba jam was the only one i put on the list that was not from nintendo the rest of them uh kid icarus uprising for the 3ds uh, Pilot Wings Resort for the 3DS, Star Fox 64 3D. Um, I, we're going to get into my opinions of that here in a second. Uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn and Donkey Kong Country Returns. Donkey Kong Country Returns uh, looks fun. It, it's it's a it's Donkey Kong Country. Um, and I was so I was talking to my wife about it because she's a humongous Donkey Kong Country fan. She loves Donkey Kong Country. But I remember talking to her in, uh, the other day, and I was like, "Hey, they're making a new Donkey Kong Country. Uh, it's coming out." She's like, "Nah." And I'm like, really? I thought you were a huge fan. She's like, yeah, I was. I was a humongous fan back then, but I tried to play it again recently, and it kind of sucked. And I agree. Like, playing the old ones now is hard um, because as cool as they looked then, they don't anymore, especially something that I told her. The, those are some games that, oddly enough, the larger the screen you put them on, the harder they are to play. Yeah, because the, the, the 3D, yeah. like, pre-rendered... Mm-hmm. pixelated nonsense on the super nest looks like crap now yeah. on huge televisions yeah it but, looks oh, fine yeah, if you yeah, play yeah. it if you play it on a you know a 25 inch crt it looks fine mm-hmm. looks great um even this little one that we've got here i've played it on this it looks okay i put it on one of my 50 inch screens or bigger it's not it's almost unplayable really huh. um yeah it just looks terrible back in the day it looked uh, great yeah yeah absolutely um and th- those games are and, so difficult yeah, too. like yeah. man, oh, yeah. they were hard. And that's when and, I and that's what I told her. I'm like, the, you know, the problems that you had playing it now with a new one are gone, right? Because it's it's updated graphics. It's it's you know 2.5D. Oddly enough, as as big of a problem as I have with 2.5D stuff, I don't have a problem with it with Donkey Kong Country because if I look back into history, Donkey Kong Country kind of started that. Like that was the first games it that had 3D, pre-rendered 3D stuff and yeah. had 2D graphics so um it looks fun i looked at the videos and it looks like it looks like upscaled donkey kong country which is is awesome um kirby's epic yarn looks pretty cool except for the fact that it's not it doesn't feel like from the videos that they showed it does not look like a kirby game like you're whipping stuff it's like this weird like kirbyvania thing going on that's (laughs) that doesn't vania uh but it looks fun you know, it's it's, it's cutesy. Cute. Yeah, I'm not Aww. a <laughs> I'm not a big Kirby fan, so Kirby it's like freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. Why? He is not cute. He devours everything. Not in this one. Yeah. That's why I was saying it's like not a Kirby game. Oh wait. He doesn't eat shit. Weird. <laughs> you whip it and pick it up and hold it on your head and then throw throw shit at people. Uh, at least that's what they were showing. So Maybe I he's like not hungry anymore? I guess not. Um What's with uh, the word epic getting thrown into I know. Epic I Mickey. Looks I think the word. Great. I think the term "epic" is officially not cool anymore because it's hit mainstream. You're just like, yeah. you're like, oh man, that's epic! Woo! Yeah. Or like, you know, oh, like, oh man, that's sick! Yeah, no, that's no one says that anymore. Sick Mario sixty four. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm returns. I'm disappointed it's to it's see. Cool. I'm disappointed to see Star Fox uh when they come out with a 3D Star Fox and it's not even a, a new Star Fox game. I am so. Star Fox is one of those properties that has fallen into complete disarray. Like, Star Fox Adventures was not good, and Star Fox Assault was just not good. Um, Not to mention Star Fox Assault was only about an hour long. 
I did, wanted. Didn't if, you like the actual Star Fox levels, though? Yeah, the actual Star Fox levels the in that game were actually pretty sucked. good. The all, yeah, the assault levels were fucking lame. Yeah, um, especially the ones where you were on foot. The ones in the Jeez. tank were okay, but the ones where you were on foot were just fucking awful. And you were just in like this really tiny 3D arena. Yeah. You're like, go over here, blow shit up. Okay, now there's something happening over here. Go backtrack and shoot shit. Do a barrel. <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, I so shoot I, Pepe. Especially <laughs> when you have a system where you can do it in 3D. Like that was the first thing when we were watching the Nintendo presentation online, and we were like, uh, they they had that little video at the end uh, where they were sh- just showing the 3DS kind of off, and things were jumping out of the screen. And one of the last things they show was a whole bunch of different stuff coming out of the screen, and a fucking R wing flies out of the screen. And me personally, I was like, fuck yes, 3D, true 3D. Holy shit! Like, give me the bucket. Star I need Fox. to take it down. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, absolutely. And then yeah. it turned out it was just going to be a, a a port of Star Fox 64, and I'm so disappointed in that because I Star Fox 64 was good, but I want a new one. Give me a fucking new game. Spend a little time and effort to make something new Did out of these properties. Command? Did you like that? Uh, I never played Command, so oh, I don't... Command I, was okay. Really? Yeah. It uh, had, like, multiple endings, and um, you could play as all the different characters. They all played a little differently. There was mm-hmm. branching storylines and shit. And okay. Uh, it was a little different. They tried to do this weird RTS thing. And yeah, then, I heard that they had this weird strategy element in it that it didn't sound good to me. Yeah, it didn't really work. But it was as far as the Star Fox canon went, it was actually not bad. Okay, better than better than uh, assaults. <laughs> that ain't saying much. I know. So I I don't know. I've rambled on a lot. Are any of these things things that you guys are interested in, or or like has any did anything that was announced at 3D catch your guys's 3D? You mean fancy? E3? E3. Do I keep saying 3D? Yeah, a little bit. Whatever. I mean, we're That's talking about 3D. E3D. Yes. Sweet. Uh, the Knights of the Old Republic MMO. The, the Warhammer 40k MMO. I'm That's all about right. that. Fucking. Lo- I just want an MMO in space with guns. I know, MMOs. and you're like, I'm a. I am. I played 40k, the actual tabletop. Yeah, me too. Game so did I for a very long time. I didn't play it for very long, but because I've played it several times. Um, it's fun. I was more into Blood Bowl. But Blood Bowl is <laughs> awesome. I'd I'd, yeah. I'd love a another Blood Bowl game. They did one. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's probably terrible. Yeah, like a good one. Come on, throw a spiky ball around and you know play de- as demons or goblins <laughs> or orcs or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of we'll see. Like things about E three are just like, hey, look what we're doing. And then when it finally arrives, you're just like, oh, yeah, huh, yeah. So the whole purpose of it is to get everybody really excited about the next year's shit or two years worth of shit and it really really felt this e3 watching the different presentations and watching all the announcements it really felt like everybody is now the video game companies the big three are so used to a five-year life cycle Mm -hmm. on things that now that that five years is approaching and they realize that the the current gen systems have a longer life cycle than that like the the ps3 and the 360 honestly could go with a 10-year life cycle i think that was their plan problem. anyway like i know that was with the playstation because they were they had a play plan for the ps2 to have a 10-year life cycle and it did yeah um it was awesome and uh <laughs> so but now they're kind of scrambling because it felt very much like all three companies were trying desperately to find out what people were going to want next and they were like they were like uh we hope this is it and they just threw a bunch of shit out there, and they're like, uh, you guys actually want this? Please? <laughs> you we know, don't know. Because they, they don't know where to go they from don't. here. Because 
Because I don't honestly think that at this point, I don't think that another generation of consoles that are just graphically improved is going to matter. Nope. Like, personally, seeing things like the Xbox 360, which is, you can break it by looking at it in a inappropriate way. Um, <laughs> you know, it overheats just because it feels like it. Like, you set, like, anything on top of it, it explodes. Um, and then a $600 PS3 launch. Like, and yeah. like, yes, you're going to love it, $600, and it doesn't even come with a reach around. And I don't think anybody's interested in buying new systems. No, I don't think honest. it really is. Not and at this point. If you haven't bought it yet, you know. The entertainment industry as a whole feels like it's scrambling to find out what to do next. Because so much attention is being given to 3D right now when, when in all honesty, no one cares. No one at the consumer level gives a shit about 3D, from my experience anyway. Nobody that I know gives a shit about 3D, especially considering the concept that you have to dedicate yourself to sitting down and watching 3D programming. You cannot sit in your house. Like, my big problem, and I've said this before, I can't sit on my couch with my laptop and a pair of 3D glasses on and flip between doing something on my laptop and watching a 3D movie. I, it can't do it. So why would I bother? 3D as a, an entertainment medium in movie theaters is a spectacular idea because you are devoted to it, right? You are, you are quote-unquote, a captive audience. You are sitting there and doing nothing but watching the screen. Which would save the theater industry because I know so many people just wait for stuff to come out on DVD. They're like, why would I go around and pay $10 to see a movie when I can pay $20 when it comes out on DVD? Exactly. And I'm that way. Uh, I know a lot of people are that way. And the but if you could see it in 3D, mm-hmm. I would spend the extra money to go experience that yes. outside of my house. And most so. people are not going to spend the what is currently three grand plus, to, you know, to to put 3D technology in their house. Um, I would run it on my PC. I mean, especially only because my, like I already have all the stuff for it, and I've already dumped three grand into it. Well, and that's so. the thing for me too. Like but, I have. I have two 50-inch plasmas and a 65-inch DLP, none of which are technically 3D capable. Mm-hmm. I'm not replacing my TVs. Yeah. It just ain't going to happen. I've already put enough money into the entertainment in my house. Yeah, so. and, I, and I have a, a 24-inch Dell that's been able to do that since launch, and I bought that two and a half years ago. Yeah. And it's, just, and it's just at the right frequency, and I can just update my drivers and get it to work. And it's already compatible with my you know, two-year-old uh, video card. So, yeah, that should... All right. Whatever. <laughs> it's, I don't, so, I'm not going to put that in my living room. E3, E3 seems like there's, a, there's cool stuff. I'm not going to bag on the oh. announcements because there are cool things being announced. Two things we didn't talk about. Contra being done by the guys that do Guilty Gear. Okay. Yeah, that sounded pretty fucking awesome. Okay. Animated... Contra, done by Japanese people, not some like U.S. <laughs> fanboys in Chicago. Yeah, that that thing looks fucking awesome. And the other thing is six-player Castlevania. Yeah, yeah, I read about that. six-player co-op Castlevania. You could like zoom the map out and shit. You, it's all like all of the rooms are happening at once. So Do when you leave the a room, old characters? all of the old characters. You could play oh. as Alucard. You could play as the guys from uh, Donna Sorrow. You could play as Cipher. Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, really? Like, there's just a fuck ton of characters. It's all just. It's not part of the original like Castlevania canon. It's just fun. So think Symphony of the Night with six other motherfuckers just blasting through it. It's so awesome. Anyway. Yeah, fucking mothers and vampires. Yeah, there, there's a positive spin on E3 there. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> like stuff that sounds shit. pretty cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it is kind of a shame Christine is not here because I know she was like super excited about some of the stuff that was coming out, and mm-hmm. she looked at me like I was when when we were discussing the some of the presentations. She was like super excited about a bunch of stuff, and I was like very mild. I was like, eh, some of it looks kind of cool. She thought I had gone insane. She You're looked like, at me in the face like she's like, I'm so, so. excited. Yeah, in three D. All right. Anyway, let's move on to a uh, discussion of what we had have come here to talk about, which is the strangest NES game I think I've played in a long time, ActRaiser. Um, I'm going to let you guys go first, because when I was a kid, I never owned this game. I played it for maybe half an hour once, and I didn't like it as a kid. Uh, and yeah, I'll, me neither. And I'll, I'll let you go first, and I'll kind of get into it. it in a little bit. I think we should describe what the game is. Yeah. For, for yeah, people yeah. who have never played it, there really isn't a way of comparing it to an, a current game. There's nothing like but it. But you can describe it in two parts, I think. Yes. Because the first part is your average you know, sword-wielding fucking action game where you just go around stabbing shit until you get to the boss, you beat the level, bam, you and know, it's really average. Good. It's real. That part is really average, really, really run-of-the-mill. It's fun. But then... I mean, I like it. Yeah. The bosses are really pattern-oriented. Yeah. That doesn't um, bother me at all. The enemies don't really, like, scream, like, super original in terms of... If the game was just a side-scrolling game, as it... it, it like, the first level, you'd be like, eh, this game is so, mediocre at best. Let's pause for a second. Was it that mediocre when it came out? out is the key like now we can look at it in hindsight and go well these enemies don't seem that that original and this you know the gameplay is not that great but back in when did it come out 91 1991 in 1991 were those enemies unoriginal was it a problem to have pattern-based bosses i don't think so really i don't think any of it's a problem i well and i also don't think it, it was as i don't I think since then uh, it has become run of the mill, but I don't think it was really run of the mill a run of the mill side scroller at the time. Um, I think I'm looking at it partially from the perspective of today, right? Sure. I mean, you have to. I mean, it's not time warp. It's not a year. Well, uh, that's, that's one of the things I want to compare it, right? I want to I want to find out like what did we think of it back then well, as a side scroller, and would it have been as as you know different looking at it then as t- to looking at it now? So, what were the other side scrollers at the time? Uh, Mario World, which is an exceptional side scroll. Altered yeah. Beast was that out at yeah. that time? Because yeah. Genesis came out before the Super NES. Uh, it was like eighty nine. Yeah, so so Altered Beast and um, Golden Axe would have been out. Yep. Final Fight. It's yeah. midline, right? Because when you compare yeah. it to Super Mario World, obviously Super Mario World's super awesome because the controls are great. Mm-hmm. Actors didn't have that, but I think that the side-scrolling the levels in Act Razor take Golden Axe and shit all over it because, uh, and the Golden Axe is something that people love, except for me. I hate Golden Axe. Um, I don't yeah, like Golden Axe or Alt- on it. and I don't like Altered Beast either. But I liked the side-scrolling levels in this, and I and I think that they're they're better designed. But it takes a little getting used to in the controls because there's a few little wonk there's a few wonky parts of the controls in this game. Uh, but overall. I think it's pretty cool. It, Looking at it now, I agree with you. There's some it's run of the mill. Yeah, it's but but it's but, not bad. But then you have the other part of the game which, which is which is the 
so you have to it's a, this game is an rpg but in the weirdest way because you have like once you beat the boss you beam up back into your sky palace and suddenly you have to populate the earth yeah and that's how you level up the the bigger the population and get your mind out of the gutter you don't populate the earth that way <laughs> no you basically get people to praise you and then they start having babies yeah so it's not a and it, it's they build not their an civilization it's up. a civ sim yeah it's like yeah. a sim so yeah. you destroy the monsters allow the the, the that region of population to continue to yeah. populate or to start because, because okay so in description the way that the game sets all of this up is that the the land is split into six different areas and those areas are overrun by monsters and that's why people don't live there yeah. so you have to go in and clear that clear out the monsters so that people can kind of come out of hiding and rebuild the civilization that was there at some point in the past and your power has been overthrown by the evil bad guy yeah. boss from hell or whatever he is and so he's sort of sealed you away and taken away your powers and so you mm-hmm. reemerge lands overcome by monsters you have to force all the monsters out and you gain levels by populating mm-hmm. the yeah. regions and sealing off the monster layers that where the monsters just keep spawning out and then eventually your people that you have will overrun the monsters themselves and they'll stop spawning and they learn yeah. to seal the monsters yeah well and this is a um, it's not just christian overtones it is like hyper christian mm-hmm. like you are i mean for i read an article about it um about the japanese version of the game and in the japanese version of the game your character's name is god and the bad guy's name is satan so <laughs> it's not just christian overtones in the u.s version they they uh, scaled it back some they make you sir whatever you want to name him sir fag balls um, yeah sir yeah. fuckwad i put mine as dude yeah, but mostly because and this is something i don't think <laughs> i've ever not very mature no it's yeah. something i don't think i've ever brought up on the show but it's something i learned from a couple of people that i used to know that any kind of rpg game that you can put your own name in put dude in there and it makes for hours of hilarity whenever you start getting talked to by people because then you you just everything turns into a surfer surfer voice you're like dude you need to come help us you know yeah what are you doing dude dude just, bring this loaf of bread to my son yeah he's hungry he's got the munchies <laughs> get out in blood poo by the cane <laughs> so it's uh, i don't know <laughs> Yeah, the the game is that's why I kept calling it strange because it's it's a weird combination. Yeah. It works though. You it know, works. it really works. And yeah, why but, hasn't this been redone? I yeah, I don't know. But when I played this as a kid, I didn't get it. I like, didn't either. I, I get to that point and I'm like, "What am I supposed to do?" Mm-hmm. Cuz I didn't understand Civ games, you know, or simulations at all. Like I didn't get SimCity at all. I was like, "What's the fun in just waiting and watching stuff build?" Why but is nowadays reading Nowadays, I'm like, man, this, I wish there was more shit like this where, yeah. the, where, you know, you build up your civilization and then I think you know, take over really monsters well. and stuff. See, I think Again. I do think um, I'm not a big fan of Civ Sim games. Like, I don't like Civilization. I don't like Populous. I don't like those styles. Uh, in this game, it worked pretty well because it was it was almost like an action sim where while your characters were building stuff, you know, you you direct your people to go build things. And while they're building things, it gives you an action thing to do where there's monsters flying around, like stealing your people and dumping stuff. And you have to fly around and shoot them with arrows and kill them, which made it, it filled those gaps, right? It filled all that boring stuff in with something to do, mm-hmm. um, which is why I liked it. It's, it's, it's a, 
a light civilization <laughs> sim, which makes it fun with an action element, which makes it even more fun. It's pretty simple. Um, it's it's pretty straightforward and simple, uh, and I think that's why I like it. Um, mostly because I'm just not a everything you just said about you know waiting around for shit to happen is what I don't like about civilization sims. Yeah, and I I've never been a big fan of games where you give one kind of overarching hammer of a direction and then wait for the computer to figure out how to implement it. When I started playing this, uh, when I played it as a kid, I like you said, I didn't get that part. Back then, the side-scrolling levels to me were really hard. Uh, I don't know if it was because of the controls or if it was because of the design, but they were really difficult. Um, they've turned out to be pretty difficult for me this time, and it definitely has that element of having to do it multiple times and learn the patterns and learn the you know everything to get through it right. And then once I, when I was a kid, once I got done with one of those levels, and it dumps me into this sim where there's very little explanation of what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you're supposed to just figure it out. You're supposed to just try a bunch of stuff and figure yep. out how it works. Yep. Uh, and I couldn't do that as a kid, and I couldn't get into it. And then. About three years ago, four years ago, I bought a new Super NES and um, bought a copy of Actraiser along with it and played it for a little while and didn't like it again. Mm-hmm. And then when we picked it up for this to do this show, I really like it. Like I, this is, I'm actually very close to the end of the game right now uh, because I've been playing it for the last week and I've just really enjoyed myself. So yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it now, too. Um, in hindsight, like, I didn't know what I was thinking as a kid. I didn't realize how good this was. Yeah. It was too complicated for me to figure out, mm-hmm. I think. There's a lot of reading, a lot of puzzle stuff in there where you have to figure out, okay, now I have this compass. Now what do I do with it? And you're just supposed to be like, oh, yeah, I give it to the people where there's an island right next to it. And then they figure out how to get to the island. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, it's just weird, subtle stuff like that that you wouldn't have thought of. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Plus, I hate you know puzzle games like that and figuring shit out but like <laughs> I like just like a straightforward answer like just show me what to kill and I'll give me the tools to kill it yeah yeah they, no they tell you for the most part i think they do like nowadays it's not that hard to figure out i think um it's, it's fairly self-explanatory i mean it might take a little coaching but you could probably get get there yeah um I did like I like it one makes of the, sense anyway. One of the things I liked in this game was how the in the sim levels how they did a really good job handling how like the complexity of everything kind of ramps up, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, they give you a good thing at the beginning when you're in Fillmore. It starts with just simple you need to go to the monster layers and build stuff. The the one problem that I did have was um the people in Fillmore they tell you Hey, uh, we have the power to fight monsters. Tell us to go fight monsters. And there's no command for that. Mm-mm. What you don't, uh, what I didn't understand at the start, and one of the things that frustrated me to be this playthrough was that you have to tell them to build their city out to the monster lair, mm-hmm. and then when they get there, they'll seal it and build a city over it. So I spent a good chunk of time going through all the different commands, like, what the? how the fuck am I supposed to tell them to go fight yeah. the monsters? Because I was thinking that you would send them out on an expedition, they would go seal the lair, and then you could tell them to build. It's even easier than that. It's even easier than that. Yeah. There's little frustrating design elements uh, here and there. That's one of them, but... I liked how each time you get to a new land, 
it, they'll usually have something that you have to take back and you know fix a, a different civilization that you've already built, or they'll have things that'll help you in the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have more complex stuff. You're, like your people will find a pyramid that has evil spirits in it, and you have to f- destroy it um, or something to that effect. But they did a good job ramping that sort of stuff up and kind of getting you into the the flow of how this game moves. There are more mechanics. You have what they call in the game miracles. So you have the ability to you know summon lightning bolts or earthquake uh, everything earth, earthquakes be a vengeful uh, god if you want and just lightning bolt the villages and shit and let force them to rebuild with new houses and stuff like that which is actually kind of a nice strategy i like i like doing that yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's really good i it, this is one of the few times where i've been really like just completely 180 degree turned around on a game i wish you had gotten to the, the last boss because the last boss is fucked up really yeah it, you know what I'm talking about, the seven heads. I beat this game as a kid. I'm not like you guys. I wasn't confused by the game. Um, for some reason, I picked it up. I, I don't know, because like I said in many episodes before, I was nearly retarded as a child. But somehow I figured out how to do everything. Um, mm-hmm. Savant, maybe, you know. I don't know. Idiot but like the, like the last boss of this game is like these seven heads, and it's just total bullshit. You have like no room to move. Yeah. At all. Yep. And you have to like be they, standing at the right spot and you have to stab these heads over and over and over again. They surround you, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, you're and kind then, of in the middle. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't get very much life. They hit you for... They hit really hard. I remember yeah. that. Yep. That's more than one tick of life. And For most of the bosses in the game, you can just kind of face roll it where you mm-hmm. you just jump in, you get hit, and you hit them more than they hit you. And you can't um, do that in this one. Kind the, of Castlevania style where I, you can do that with a lot of bosses. I very much found myself... like. Every time I went to a boss fight, I failed to set a magic. Like you can, you can get you get magics throughout the game that you can set for your side scrolling levels. I always forget constantly, and when I did have them set, I forgot to use them on the bosses. Um, but so the two bosses that I found the hardest were there was the one in the desert level that was like the fucking pit of Sarlacc that was, you know, you were in a pit in the middle and the thing came up out of the middle and would launch rocks into the air. And then it, when it, if you hit it, it would retreat back into the sand and the little claws would come down the sides of the pit. Mm -hmm. I found that one really fucking difficult because I kept forgetting to set a magic that could do any damage to it at all. So I, I had to face roll it every time. And it was like, it, it, it was really like, I just got my ass handed to me by that one over and over and over again. And then the second boss that I found really difficult was um i don't remember what level it was in but the way the boss stage is set up is that you have two platforms at different levels on each side and the boss appears in the middle and he's like a wheel and he'll the first thing he does he'll sit in the middle and then he'll bounce around the room and like roll and chase you and then if you're on one of the upper platforms he'll like come up the walls and then if you hit him a bunch of times he'll return to the middle of the room and then launch a bunch of glowing orbs at you and that you have to dodge and then once he's done doing that again he'll he'll go to wherever you are right if you're up on one of the high platforms on the edges of the room he'll roll into the corner and then come up the side to hit you if you're on one of the lower platforms he'll just drop to the floor and roll back and forth on the floor and uh he's I found that one really fucking difficult for some reason. Like, it took me so many tries uh, to get around that guy. The rest of the ones, I eventually figured out their patterns, and it was just a matter of patience. Mm -hmm. How about the enemy design in this? Like, you mentioned the boss. Like, man, aren't the enemies look totally weird and demonic? Yeah. Like, like, honest to God, just totally satanic looking yeah evil shit desert level wasps that have the yeah. little homes there those ones are 
pretty scary looking. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You and the stuff that flies out of the, the like looks like a grub with bat wings and stuff with like a skull face. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, geez, that's that's just when you awful. start and, and then when you start like the dudes, uh, the headless dudes with eyes in their chests, the yeah. eyes in their pecs, and like what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. There's some really cool actually enemy design. I think the boss designs in this game are spectacular. Yeah. Like they're all yeah, uh, they're all really good. Um and I don't mind the pattern-based boss designs, and it really is just a matter of patience. I mean, these bo- these bosses are basically designed to fuck Pat over because he has no goddamn patience. With None. Anything. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm dead. I, I so. got the I got the blood pool and like. You know where you fight the manacore, you know? Uh-huh. You have to go up. Oh, that and, guy. And I just wanted... I was like, oh, God, I have to wait for this thing. And you hit him t- two times every time he jumps up. You know, just stand at one spot. I'm like, I could do that, but I want to be a hero. So <laughs> I would jump <laughs> after him. I would time it wrong and fall down the pit you and have to redo it. There's a tiny gap in the middle. And yeah. you will somehow find Always that gap yeah. every time. Yeah. And then Some like, if you just jump wrong, yeah, they're like, we, that would be great. We've got to make this harder, so let's put that in there. And then... There's a one up somewhere on the on the road to the boss, yeah. and I'd get there, and, but then I'd, I'd be so impatient, I'd fuck that up too. <laughs> I'd fall into a bit. I was like, "Damn it! I was just trying to get one up. I have to start over. I didn't even get to the boss this time. Fuck!" The funny part yeah, about like, that is, you can always go back and get the one up. Yeah. The first time I did that, I didn't go back and get the one up, and I fell in the pit like four times in a row. Oh, <laughs> the guy was like at two bars. I was like, "Oh, oh accidentally get hit by the fireball. Oh, I'm dead." Um, it, but. That part actually, if you're really, really impatient, that's how you cheat it. You get you get far you get farther away, and you don't have to worry about the guy that kills you on that spot, so you can get the one up really easily. Yeah, uh, you're like I'm so impatient, kill you. Yeah, I I died to impatience quite a bit, and then finally decided that I was just going to s- slowly, you know, take on some of these bosses. Like uh, the last one that I fought when Pat was watching me was uh, the one on the the southern island where uh, it's the last boss and it's um it's the one like the six-armed guy with the snake head oh yeah that um has the spike platforms in the room that he drops on you and then he oh, fires yeah, yeah. like a lightning bolt and then drops to the floor and uh i literally just it it was one hit at a time it was like wait for him to drop the platform jump on the platform hit it drop off the platform mm. wait 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 jump on the platform hit him drop and it took me a good 15 minutes yeah of just i thought you were gonna run out of time yeah you got a little timer at the top and it gives you like 300 seconds or something yeah timer why the fuck is there a time why the fuck is there a timer in this game why the fuck are there points in this game here is a game that absolutely has no reason for the points you don't get one-ups based on points i don't think at least i never got enough points to get a one-up points reset per level i think yeah everything you get scored per level there's like a little chart that breaks it down so you could see how much more of a badass you are to compared to your friends. I don't know. Really? I have no idea. I don't get it. I don't I, get I, the, that's like the only reason I could see having it, points in the game. That was the other thing that kind of caught me when I started playing this game the first time is that they they tell you to go into the side scrolling levels because you're uh you're clearing out the monsters in the land except for the fact that the monsters respawn if you go back. So I was like, I was thinking that I was going to drop into the level, and when I killed something, it was going to be dead, and that I had to kill everything in the level, right? Not just kill oh. the boss. I thought I had to actually kill all the monsters in the level because that was what I was doing. That's what the game told me to do. And then, I, like, it took me three or four times on one particular level of, like, running back and seeing shit respawn and then be like, holy fuck, how many of these things are there? And then I'm like, uh. I'm not like... And then finally I got to the end of the level and beat the boss and it 
advanced. And I'm like, oh fuck, that's all I needed to do. And then for the rest of the game, I I did I was playing avoidance for the rest of the game. Like I tried to get through every level as fast as possible, fighting as few enemies as possible. <laughs> nice. So yeah, um, you know what's funny is is I'm really I was really impatient in the action levels, but when it came to the sim part, I was like so incredibly patient because I knew. Like the way the game works is the more people you have, the higher level you are, and the more life you have, and the harder you hit. So I would actually blow up all of my my older civilizations, and when their civilization level went up, you get actually get more people and you get more experience per land. Mm-hmm. And so I would actually take the time to like blow up everything and have it rebuild because I'd get more people. Yeah, and so it's been like the shortest <laughs> amount of time in the really fun, really like quick action parts. And then the sim parts, I just sat there and let them build and just was like, doo doo doo. Let it take forever. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's weird shit like that. Especially when like you finally killed all the monster layers and there's nothing left to do other than just sit there and grind and build levels and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Which I might go back and do now. You know, now that I'm literally like on the last level of the game, I might just go back and start destroying all my civilizations yeah. and rebuilding them. Well, they'll praise you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, this. Yay, what are they going to do? God. Hey, fuck you, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bam. <laughs> Eat that. Lightning fuck bolt. you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the dude. Fagballs. What's with the earthquake, dude? <laughs> yeah. With this game, I, I definitely am going to go back and finish it. Because, man, I really like this game a lot. I yeah. didn't finish it before this podcast because it's been really busy the last couple of weeks, but I really do want to go back and finish it. I keep time. saying that I'm going to go back and play things, and I never do. Like, uh, all the games that I've said that I would go back and replay in over the course of the podcast, I don't think I have. Uh, this one I might, I might finish. I'm, I'm going to say I might because I'm so close to the end uh, that I actually want to go finish it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know if I'll spend the time and energy to get, you know, go level all my civilizations and get the highest possible level but it's definitely a game that i i intend to play again depending on how much time i have um so what about you Mikatron? i'm gonna play it yeah yeah i want to go home and play it <laughs> like right really? now yeah i want to go home and play it it's it's fun like i was playing it before i came here and uh i'm like yeah do i remember everything because I, I played the shit out of it mm-hmm. like, like most games as a kid I, it, this game has made me realize how, uh, like, I could never be a compassionate god, though, because when somebody <laughs> prays to me and they're like, "One of our people wandered out into the desert," I would like, "Can you please lead us to them to bring them up?" No, you're it's his dumbass fault for going out in the fucking desert. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> our son Teddy uh, ran away from home. Well, that's your fault. You're bad parents. Then it's not my job to parent your kids. <laughs> Can you yeah, get spread? Give him to yourself. <laughs> Go find his ass yourself. Just freeze dry him. It's fine. Just <laughs> add water. Oh my god, can't you see I'm busy slaying demons? Fuck. There are things too that um, like little things <laughs> that come out as secrets that I honestly there are secrets in this game that I never would have ever even thought to find. Like in Bloodpool, after you cure the the lake of its poisoning, uh, if you if you use the rain miracle on the lake, you'll get a scroll because really? it says, yeah, because it says that it raised the level of the lake, and then this <laughs> scroll washed up on shore, and they give you a scroll that gives you more magic. And I'm like, huh. how would I have ever figured out that 
figure that out without seeing it in game facts. Because you're a vengeful like, god and you want to do shit. No, because this is like the only other game on Super Nintendo that you got at launch and you've been playing it for days <laughs> and you're just willing to try now anything. you're just like, really. oh, fuck it, I'll use yeah. rain on this. I'm raising my hand. Yeah, this see, is, I knew about saying. that one as a kid. I never would have fi- figured that out. I just know like, that it's just like with the Zelda Link to the Past. I just had time to do everything over and over again and I played it a million times and I, f- I eventually just figured it out. Even if I thought I had tried everything, raining on a lake is not something I would have thought to try. <laughs> There's some water here. I'll put some more water in it. Put some more water in it. <laughs> I'm just going to rain in the middle of the ocean and see what that does. I'm ra- I do every spell on every square of this entire game. I just, I, I don't know. I just felt <laughs> no sympathy for the people in this game, but... Uh, I had to. That's why, to some degree, I enjoy leveling the cities with earthquakes. Yep. You know, making them rebuild. It's good for you. It's like it's cathartic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> like here's a tornado. Ah, middle finger. I used to do that in SimCity all the time. Oh, yeah. And you turn turn disasters off, and then get a bunch of money with cheats. And then when you turn disasters back on, everything just falls apart. Fucking earthquakes and tornadoes everywhere, and monster like three or four Godzillas running over your city. <laughs> <laughs> it's just alien abductions. You get shit up to Metropolis level and then just watch everything burn. It's <laughs> awesome. We used to yet another thing that would never fly in a post 9/11 world. We used to try and destroy stuff by st- strategically placed plane crashes. Yeah. Like cuz you could like plane would be flying over your city and you could hit you could manually hit the plane crash disaster and force the plane to crash on things. Oh, <laughs> we would try and blow God. stuff up. I wonder if you could do that in the newer. This was in 1995 though. Uh, uh, SimCity. This was on a Mac. Yeah, on a Mac Classic. So, so um, Sim City 2000. Ooh. No, no, this was SimCity. Wow. And yeah, classic. We had cl- a classic one uh, from my one of my classes in school where we one of the guys that I knew dropped a dropped a plane on a port, started a fire in the port. A boat docked at the burning port, and then it set the boat on fire. And then the boat went out into the middle of the river. And set another boat on fire, and then they both exploded. <laughs> it's just like what a travesty! Uh, and uh, unfortunately, and that's you know that's kind of the same enjoyment you get in this game with, with uh, you know you build up a big civilization and then you just fucking level it with natural disasters. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say an oil rig, and I was like, how ironic! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jeez. Anyway, uh, all our pelicans are dirty looking. <laughs> <laughs> please god clean our pelicans Uh, (laughs) anyway so that's act razor so that being said yeah i mean i hated this game as a kid and i actually really really liked it this time i I had a lot of fun with this game this time um Mm -hmm. more so than i really expected i expected to be this to be another one where i was bitching about a game and it turns out that it's really fun Mm -hmm. and i had a lot of fun with it you could still bitch about it i i could but there's not a lot for me to be what i had what what there is to bitch about I've already bitched about um, yeah. and it's mostly just it's mostly the design choices where you just don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do next you know but eventually you figure it out eventually um, there's, a, there's a few cheesy um, cheap moments in the side scrolling levels where you just you cannot avoid damage no matter what you do um, but but they give you a lot of health, so it's the, okay. Yeah, they give you a lot of health, and they give you a, the, they give you a lot of opportunities to get more in the sim levels. Yep. So you're patient. Um, uh, the one thing that we keep forgetting to do in in other shows uh, that people keep telling us to do is to 
list where we can get this game. Oh, right. Um, the only places you can get this game, um, there's the original on the Super NES, which is by far the most superior version, uh, which can also be obtained at the port of that can be obtained on Virtual Console. Those are the only two where it's the actual original game that has all of the elements, that has the sim and the action elements. The only other two places this has ever existed is in an arcade version and a mobile phone version. The arcade version is kind of an... uh, It's got slightly better graphics, but all of the sim levels are gone. It's just the action levels. Hmm. That's the same with the mobile version. The mobile version came out in 2005, and it's just the side-scrolling levels with none of the sim stuff. Stupid. Yeah, that's not so good. So... And that's kind of what makes this game and what makes it cool is the combination of the two. And yeah. when you take that out, when you take out the Sim stuff, it's like dumb, which is what happened to ActRaiser 2. ActRaiser 2, they stripped all of this, the City Sim stuff, and what have you got left? You've got a what turns out to be an average side-scroller. Yeah, average at best. And Nothing new They added more mechanics and other things like that, but they... I played that one a lot too. I yeah. I bought it thinking that it would be cool like X Razor one and I was sorely disappointed. <laughs> you, you ever wonder of those times when the when developers are just like, you know what those sim levels were really hard to program. Fuck it, we'll just sell this one on name alone and people will buy it. <laughs> Everybody just like the you know? <laughs> action stuff anyway, so Yeah. Or they or they're just they're just kinda like Yeah, they'll buy it. Fuck Might it. have been a different developer. I don't know. W- weren't they both? We can, we weren't they both at, Enix? Um, that's a publisher. I mean, you look at this one here, and it's Quintet. Quintet. Quintet never heard of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I did not do enough research on this show to figure out where the second one was developed. Maybe we can do it on a future show. Yeah, just be like, oh, the next yep, show developed by different people. Well, maybe not the next show, but yeah, <laughs> we can at least find out some information. So, um, but yeah, the really, if you want this game, you have to either get the original or the VC version. Uh, I would suggest if you have a Wii, get the VC version and play it because it's it's absolutely worth the eight bucks I paid for it. Hopefully, hopefully, we can see a new one made at some point in time. That's that's this is a franchise I would love to see updated uh, as long as they as long as they maintained the comparative simplicity of the sim levels and they didn't try and make it like super complicated um you know as long as they weren't actually trying to take like civilization or you know fucking have sid meyer to design their fucking you know thinking about complexity but thinking about the way square enix has been doing shit uh yeah good luck yeah (laughs) they haven't been digging up their old ips for a while what would really be cool like if you want if you want my honest opinion what would really be cool would be you go into an area and clear out the monsters. When and then, as you're doing the city sim part, the side-scrolling levels. Well, it actually wouldn't. I would say they could do it with an actual 3D platformer style, like maybe like Maximo, right? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of style of gameplay. Have it set up so that a- after your cities are built, um, when you're doing the action levels, you're actually dropping into the city that gets built by your civilization. You know, or dropping, you know, because if even if it's randomized or if you direct the building of it, they then when you drop into the level, it's a semi-random level um, that you're actually just dropping down onto the land that was built by your people. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot they could do with it, really. Yeah, there really is. So, but who knows if we'll ever see it? Yeah, who knows. Not from Square. 
Yep. Well, well, the Dragon Warrior. I was going to say, they're spending too much time on Dragon Warrior. Dragon right? Warrior is the franchise that's keeping them alive. Yeah, it's the best is. one. Final yeah, Fantasy yeah. has been driven into the ground. Yeah. As far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. And the, I'm, that's an MMO I'm not even remotely interested in. I and liked Eleven like, the first time I saw it. I didn't. Did you play it? Yeah, for about an hour. <laughs> I thought it was cool. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> but I was priding Keep it myself. there. It's yeah, incredibly, nice. incredibly newbie unfriendly. Yeah, I bet. It seemed pretty hardcore. 14, like, you think 14 is going to be any newbie friendlier? Um, no. It's probably going to be filled with the same racism that the original game was filled with. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a slight variation. Like, all the characters are the same. You know, like, you have the Taru Taru that become... They're slightly taller and named something different. And they did they just, like, small, tiny variation on everything that was happening in the original yep. online version. And... Wow. Yeah. That's all they need to do. They put the Final Fantasy name on it, they make millions of dollars, and they don't, they don't have any reason to not just rehash shit. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the disappointing things I saw with with uh, Nintendo Z three stuff is that there there isn't a single thing that Nintendo announced that wasn't a rehash, not a single new IP, not one. And even to go so far back as to try and bring back Goldeneye, I mean, come on, like hopefully it doesn't work. And well, Kid Icarus is quite far off. They played that card. Sure. I can't believe it. Yeah, I, can't believe I mean, it. everybody wanted an, a Kid Icarus. Yeah, a Kid Icarus is fine. I, it, but it just, it would be nice to see them, you know, delve delve into something new. Yeah, you know, make a, a franchise involving the eggplant wizard or something. If you're going to make a new, <laughs> a new, if you're going to spin a franchise, at least the eggplant wizard game, awesome. Go, <laughs> Guardia Leviosa. You know, go with eggplant wizard. How about some brand brand spanking new characters? Yeah. yeah, that would be nice. You know, yeah, that would be hard though. But it's just easier to do what you've already done. Yeah, so. they spend so much money anyway. branding things. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, once well, I think I think we've covered this topic over the entire course of this show. Like yeah, we, we yeah, all yeah. I think uh, I think rehashes. Here's one thing though: they've just they've just spent their load on all of these things. So what's next after that? Yeah. So we'll see. New new. Super Mario Brothers, we knew. <laughs> Two. <laughs> new right. Neo, new Neo, new. Yeah, so. Epic new. <laughs> uh, <laughs> epic versions of everything. Yeah. Epic Mario looks cool, by the way. Uh, no, epic epic, 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 epic Mickey. Mickey looks great. Epic Mickey does look yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So there was only one virtual console release over the past two weeks, and that was Shadow of the Ninja. Surprisingly enough, this is actually a game that I played quite a bit of when I was a kid. Um, it was, yeah, I know a lot of people are like, what the fuck game is this? No, I don't know what the it, fuck yeah. that is. It's co-op Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, it's Ninja Gaiden, but better than Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Uh, what? You know, yeah, yes. it, is, it is a lot of fun, and it's a game that I would wholeheartedly suggest people spend five bucks on. Um, it is... That's really all you can say about it. It's, what system it's a, was it originally released NES. for? <coughs> NES. NES. And it's it's a side-scrolling ninja game. You run around, you jump, you throw ninja stars at shit, and you hack at stuff with a sword, and it's fucking awesome. Go invisible, fly, wail in your Grab jet the hook, guitar. wall jump. Yep. It's got it all. It's pretty good. Yeah. And Bang hot chicks. That is the only... Ninja stuff. <laughs> that is the only uh, retro game release over the last couple of weeks. Lame. Yeah, there's not not a whole lot else has come out. Um, we're kind of a uh, floundering, you know. Everything everything that was announced at E3 was kind of where everybody's focus is. Yep. So, 
uh, a lot of like retro stuff just ain't going to happen. So um, we had discussed uh, before the show, we've, we've found it really, really, really difficult to get a hold of copies of Secret of Evermore. I know we need to talk to Christina maybe, but I think we've kind of come to the conclusion that we're going to wait on this one. At the very least, wait on it, if not yeah. just flat out veto it. Um, it is very similar to Secret of Mana. Yeah, and if it's very f- similar, then meh. It also um, has the unfortunate side effect of soft-locking whenever you look at it funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one of, I've restarted the game many times midway because yeah. you just can't progress, Ugh. which is exceptionally... So you keep multiple save files. It's exceptionally bad in an RPG yeah. that you spend multitudes of hours playing. So... Uh, Micatron brought up the really good point that we have not yet that somehow we overlooked Chrono Trigger as an RPG to put in our uh, in our absolute list of stuff. Absolute madness! And I don't know how that happened. That's absolutely absurd. <clears throat> that uh, would have been yeah one or two on my list. So throw, we'll definitely throw Chrono Trigger into the into the mix. I think we need to decide officially what we're going to do for next week. Yeah, I think um, for next week, I think uh, or for next well two weeks actually. Um, my thing is, I, th- I say we draw a new game. Um, mm-hmm. so we will veto Secret of, Ever- of Evermore for now, since we um, can't find it. Since we can't find it, uh, and we don't really have access to getting a hold of copies for a reasonable price, we'll veto it for now. Uh, we'll definitely throw Chrono Trigger into the mix. Um, I'm trying to find uh, the actual. There we go. Um, there are some other games. Big Mike posted to the forums a list of of games that we forgot about and or need to add to the list and i want to see what you guys think about adding some of these um he lists splatterhouse which i would definitely be interested in Mm -hmm. adding rolling thunder which i know micatron brought up with me the other day i like that game duke nukem like that's a great pc game we can we can put in the mix yes uh golden axe i don't know how we overlooked that one uh dig dug is one i think we can throw into the shorts i think Uh, we already have that in the shorts i hope so because dig dug's one of my all-time favorite games i love that game same with me um vi which he brought up when he was on the show uh Mm -hmm. which i've never played i've never even touched it i don't even Uh, know what it is it's awesome okay um pirates another pc great pc centric classic game that would be um good for for all of the you know the two or three pc gamers that we have listening to the show um I listened to the show. I'm a PC gamer. Yeah, he lists Sword of the Berserk. Sword of the Berserk. What the fuck? I've okay. I've watched that whole show. It's really depressing. It, but it's. I think it's still too new. Streamcast. It's yeah, a Dreamcast yeah. game. 3D. Is, is that based on the anime Berserk? Yes, it is. Oh fuck yes! And it takes place. Um, it's like it's like Berserk Gaiden. It takes place right after the anime. So if you've already watched it and then you play the game, you get like chunks of the story that huh. you wouldn't normally get is fucking awesome when mike lived up here uh he was a uh, like one of the biggest berserk nuts you will ever meet he oh, like, yeah. has the whole thing on dvd and it's and it is an awesome show i watched about it half of it it's really really good yeah. um but yeah if that's a dreamcast i think that's probably too new so yeah. as, as cool as it might be i think we'll dump that out resident evil is another one that i think that's verging on too new for what we want to do new. um so and yeah it's it's i'd rather do silent hill <laughs> I, i'd rather not do any game from that <laughs> like I, I want to avoid playstation we christina i know i know threw a couple of n64 games into the bucket but um i think that's really as far forward and even those are just like mm, maybe not yeah we'll we'll get to those uh Ghostbusters. Which version of Ghostbusters? Anyone? Was that an I'm, NES game? Yeah, there's a lot of different Ghostbusters games. There was one. On, I think there's one on uh, Genesis. 
There's one on there's one on Commodore 64 that I liked a lot that was like a fucked up strategy. Big Mike, let us know which version of Ghostbusters you want. Yeah. Uh, Skate or Die. Uh, yes. That game. Fucking awesome at that game. Really? I yes. suck at that game so It's bad. hard to be good at that game. Paperboy. Paperboy might be a, a short yep. because Paperboy is one that's, um, there's not a lot of depth to it, but it's definitely worth talking about in Pretty a short classic. maybe. Um, and Crazy Taxi, while awesome, is again a little too new. Yeah, um, I think so. But I think, uh, I think, I think we can put, I, I think it would be fair to put Splatterhouse, Rolling Thunder, Duke Nukem, Golden Axe, Herzog's Vi, Pirates, uh, Ghostbusters, Skater Die, and, and, and Skater Die all in there. And then Paperboy and Dig Dug will go on the shorts list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think all of those will get added uh, after this show. I think for the time being, we gotta, we're going to have to step up and draw for the next show since we're vetoing Secret of Evermore for the time being. Okay. Do you have your sack? I do. You'll have to pull it out of the Neo Geo machine. It's in the coin box. Okay, so going. Go grab it. I like that you stashed that in. It's an actually machine. in the coin box, Micatron. Coin box. It's in the coin box. So open the coin door. There it is. Slide that plastic coin box out of there. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just reach into the coin box. The bag should be in there. Isn't my sack in there? The coin box. That's the. That's the. Where the coins drop. You're one compartment too high. Yeah. Okay, go lower. Go lower. This box here. Yes. Uh, you think something's so simple and all of a sudden it turned into a fucking dumpster fire. What the hell? <laughs> Jesus. All right, all right. Cool. All right, here's a bag. Well, I was looking in Patrick the coin deposit, not I the coin box below. Patrick is going to draw for the next show. Bum, ba, da, bum, ba, bum, draw something ba, good for us, buddy. Get your fingers in there. Bum, ba, bum, bum, bum. I'm singing the freaking theme to American, American Gladiators. Gladiators. I don't know. All right. What is it? Oh, shit. No. What did you do? Oh, God. What have you done to us? The Wrath of Micatron again. Uh-oh. Oh, Jesus Christ, my God. Yes! <laughs> no, no. Final Fantasy IV. Yeah. I want to veto this one, too. You will not You will uh, not veto that one. You this spoon, one's too easy to get a hold of, though. It is. Spoony, spoony bar. You can get it on any... Like, you can get it on DS, you can get it on PlayStation. I have this on PlayStation. I think you can get it on VC now. Have they, haven't they got it oh, for now? Oh, it is on VC. Is it? I think uh, it's... Uh, you can get it on GBA as well. It was released um, on... VC some weeks ago. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, fuck. I'm just going to have to play it on there. I, I, been, I know they've been releasing the Final Fantasy <sighs> games, but I don't know if they're up to four yet. I know they've done one one and two, and I think they might have recently well, t- done... Well, f- four is three. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I probably will... If I can find it, I will probably get the GBA version. Give it uh, a chance. And play that. Um, don't automatically discount it. I've already played it, and I fucking hate it. I hate this game. I know you all can't right. read. It's uh, fine. How is it? How is it that we all? There's 50 fucking games in this goddamn thing. You only put 10 in here, and yet all three of the first three draws are yours. How the fuck does that happen? I don't know. How my, are you rigging this? I, what did you do? Did you steal everything else? I don't want to. I'm bitch. not. <laughs> I am not messing with your sack whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> oh god. All right, so let's let's first, now that we've drawn Final Fantasy IV, let's go ahead and take this shit that was Final Fantasy IV and turn it into Chrono Trigger and put it back in the bag. Which is funny so, because that came on one disc or one package. On the PlayStation? Yep. Chrono I bought it. And Trigger. you know what? I'm going to admit something that's going to make everyone that listens to this show hate me. And I, it's going. I'm just going to say it. I fucking hate Chrono Trigger. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, them fighting words, sir. I know it is. It's caused so many arguments. Final <laughs> Fantasy IV. So once we get to I, this. I may be in the minority for this. Yeah, I think so. I think However. Because I think Christina's going to kill you. She's not going to kill me. <laughs> she doesn't have a killing bone in her body. <laughs> yeah, Yes, she does. Do you, you want to put money on that? Uh, well, you should have vetoed it before it went in the sack. All right. Uh, well, well, we uh, we drew Final Fantasy IV for the next show. Okay. Um, to to make it a brighter thing, it's not Seventh Saga, you fuckers. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That. <laughs> That's fair. I saw that game at the store. It's the not other day, Eight Eyes, like, which is pure torture. <laughs> <laughs> I could have really <laughs> fucked with you guys. Uh, yeah. I, oh, next week we're doing Eight Eyes. I only picked a one game that bad was game made personally by Satan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only picked one game that I hate, and that was Super Star Wars. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens when that yeah. uh, one gets drawn. So I am just a different breed than you people. Uh, you very you much are people. Yeah. You very. However, much are. I know for a fact that a lot of people who listen love Final Fantasy IV. I'm sure they do, yeah. and that's and that's fine because then I'll have yet another episode like the like the Secret of Mana episode where I actually have people telling me that they're not going to listen and that they hate me because of my opinions on the game. Yep. Uh, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've got very different tastes in games than most hardcore gamers, anyway. So, man, if you can't take it, man, you guys, you just got to hear something else. Get you all riled up. It's yeah, good for your blood circulation, man. <laughs> Don't Seriously. worry, listeners. You I it. will knife them. And for I really want to. I really want to get hate mail. I want people to start telling yeah. me I'm if full you hate of shit. It, bring yeah. it. Bring it up. I hope Bring your balls shrivel up and fall How off. Hate- Here's the thing: is I the one thing that I hope is that I hope people will understand that if somebody if somebody emails in and says you're full of shit, I'm gonna be like, go fuck yourself in response. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the way things are gonna go. So so basically, listeners. We want your hate mail. We want your mail, period. We didn't get any emails for the, any emails or posts for this episode, and we definitely want you to be emailing in. Even if you think your question is stupid, put it in there, and we'll re- read it on the air. We might call you stupid for putting it we in there. We want stupid questions. We're um, stupid. But any, any, <laughs> we really are. So, so did you guys have anything else that you wanted to bring up before the end of this show? No, not really. I'm excited. I, yeah, I'm sure you are. All right. I, I may be in the minority. I, I do believe Christina likes this one a little bit. So Yeah, we'll find out. We talked about it before. So it may be a two versus two brawl again. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is okay. That is entirely possible. Rate us on iTunes. If you like us, rate us. If you hate us, go fuck yourself. Uh rate us on Zoom Marketplace. Um follow us on Twitter at After the Fact Pod. Join our Facebook group at After the Fact Podcast. Uh join the forums uh at the website, www.geekerific.com. You can email any or all of us at after the fact at geekerific.com. Uh we are, at least myself, I'm going to try desperately to start putting more content in the forums and on the Facebook page and on the website because uh we spend a lot of time working up to the podcast and not a lot of time actually doing anything else with the website. So um, uh, I'm going to try and prod uh, Patrick to actually finally get the fucking gauntlet video posted. I've, it's finished. I just forgot the fucking YouTube password. <laughs> so I just need to put it in there and it'll be done. And then we'll get that up and running. And uh, hopefully we'll see a little bit more content on the site. But overall, uh, we will see Christina back for the next show. And uh, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Mike Tron. Thanks, Luke. Luke. And we're out. Bye. Bye.